0: I am Travis Nixon, a career data scientist, joined by Tyler Tucci, a former hedge fund PM, now the head of research at Cinerai. Thank you, Evan, for joining us. We have an interesting show uh, today. We're going to be recapping where we're at uh, on the economy, just broadly where we're at and and Folico's view on our entire um, coverage list of stocks. And then we're going to go into what we think uh, we're going to be looking at for the picks of the week. Tyler's got some interesting nuance to throw in for us at that point. So I wanna show our homepage with Folico right now. Uh, And one great thing that you get in this homepage is that you get a view of the market overall. So what this is, is if you take all 1,100 companies on our coverage list and you combine them in and you looked at them as though they were one company, how has it performed for the past six months? So it always zeroes out six months ago. And then it goes, what is the percentage difference since then okay now there's no weights every company is equally weighted so this is a representation of all the companies in the list now what you can do is from our six earnings power now if you haven't joined us before what we do is we use artificial intelligence to read all the news out there available Uh, we use that ai to take what people are saying about each company on our coverage list and we use that to produce six indicators for how well that company's doing how healthy they are you can see what these six indicators are competition, reputation, earnings power, ESG, management, systemic. Each one of these six factors can be used in a different way to help boost your portfolio and your performance. But what we have here, and and one thing that we do hone in on a little bit more than the others is this earnings power score. Uh, On this show, we hone in on that. So now what's great here is that you can start looking at this uh, across different rolling time dimensions. So in other words, for the last one day Moving average, what is this earnings power score one week all the way up to the 10 week? Now, one thing I want to point out is if if you look at the one day, it's really noisy, but it's going to be your quickest input to reaction signal, right? So it only takes one day of data to start getting a signal out of this. And you can start to see on the one day, it looks like it's crawling up since uh, end of July. You go out to the one week and you can start to see that with a peaking there in the beginning of August uh, going downward. But what's, what, what I love, especially when you're looking at the whole coverage list and you're trying to estimate what's going on in the market, I love going to the 10-week because you can start to see a lot of patterns coming out at this point. Now, if you look historically right around the end of February, beginning March, Folico's earnings power uh, aggregated score across our coverage list peaked and started to show some real trouble and downside coming. Now, if you'd have looked at this back then, you would have seen in mid march actually a pretty good market appreciation in 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 average prices there uh, even though we're going from a 0.15 down to right at the peak there a minus 0.65 or 0.065 we said conditions in the market are getting worse and we continued to hold that. In fact, conditions kept getting worse, and that was right around the time that everything in the market just started turning downward, turning worse and worse and worse and worse. And finally, we have this kind of flattening out in mid-June to some appreciation at the end of July. So, what is Fulico data saying now about the future? And are we starting to see a bottoming out and a process for the uh, economy and the market overall to start healing and recovering from a lot of the losses from? Q2, calendar Q2 of this year. Well, we are seeing at the end of July a little bit of that U-shape, a little bit of a recovery at that point. Um, So we've gone from minus 0.28 to minus 0.26, a very slight hint of a bottom out and a little bit of a recovery. But remember, there's one thing I want to point out here. This is a 10-week delayed signal. So there is going to be a little bit of a delay in this, even though... We really caught this and what this is saying is there is weakness in the structure or there is strength in the structure of all of our coverage list. Now, look at this. We continue to deteriorate as of mid June. So minus 0.22 on the earnings power. Whereas all of the prices in the market appreciated. They went from minus 20% to minus 11%, so up about 8% in that time range, whereas our earnings power score kept going down. In other words, what the view that I'm gathering from this is, is that the market has not fully realized a lot of the weakness that they were showing from mid-June to early August. This would hint at another third leg downward in the market. That's how I interpret that. Now, look at this. Look at our systemic scores across this whole time period. Our systemic scores bottomed out mid-March, and that's really where those supply chain difficulties were really crunching. Um, companies were getting over-inventoried. I mean, look at the problems that Target and Walmart are having right now, and they were started showing hints of that. And inflation started rearing its ugly head, and that really caused a lot of problems that we caught at that point. But since that mid to late March timeframe, our systemic scores have actually really started healing, going uh, consistently up and up and up towards that zero line. Now, if you were the Fed watching this, this would suggest that, do you really want to push those 75 bips in the next three meetings and, and start promising that? I don't know, because it looks like systemically, we are starting to come out of this a little bit. I would say, In the short term, this is my view, my opinion. I am not a financial advisor at all. This is just a guy giving his opinions that's looking at a lot of data. In my view, thank you, Tyler, for showing the the roller. In my view, it looks like overall the system is healing. It looks like we have some short-term trouble ahead because I don't think we have cleared out the way from that depreciation in the earnings power scores. But at the same time, midterm, it looks like we've got a path out of this. Now, remember, about three months ago, what did we say about Fang? We said September, October. That's what the models were saying, right? I think this is playing pretty well into that story. Uh, Wall Street Journal front page this morning was really about the difficulties advertisements are having. I mean, I, I think I think we've got to clear that out of the way. I, I think that is part of the third leg myself. Google has not appreciated the hit in digital advertising costs or, or lack of... Um, uh, value per dollar on that. So uh, now that's starting to come into traditional advertisement mediums like television, standard television, radio ads, and things like that. And as that works up the chain of quality of advertisement, I do think that's going to take the silver crown off of Google a little bit. But uh, Tyler here to just give some reaction on on everything I just said lead us through what do you think tyler
1: so it's it's interesting because we do have some bottoming and some stabilization in our earnings factors um in our earnings factor and the the market-wide systematic or systemic rather excuse me um factors which is interesting but the scary thing is it's almost like the higher those go the looser financial conditions get and the more feds the feds going to tighten so it's almost like perversely a negative feedback loop because the higher stocks go, and the better risk does, the more confident the Fed is in 50, 75, maybe even we we you know they break out the driver and we see one percent uh, one of these next couple of meetings because I I don't think they they would have expected this reaction in risk to to this uh, level of aggressive hawkishness. So it'll be interesting because the higher systemic and the higher earnings power goes actually probably gives the Fed cover to be more hawkish and more aggressive at the margin. So we'll, we'll see how that that ultimately shakes out. But yes, I mean, we certainly are seeing some stability. Um, I, I think it's hilarious. Basically, the the bottom in our earnings factor data was, um, I think I saw something about most analysts downgrade since, you know, whatever, And all of a sudden we're back positive on earnings. So that's exactly how that works. So that makes a lot of sense to us. Um, but it, it'll be very interesting to see if this if this uh, rally off of call it 3,800 and spy fizzles out around 4,300. That's kind of what what we and and Felica, Felico Data think. Uh, we think one more one more rollover probably seems seems prudent here. Um, I personally will be looking to to add on the short side probably around 4,300 and spy.
0: Um, so Tyler, let me, let me paint for you a, a view that I'm starting to form here. We have Q2 that broadly was not as bad as feared. That was the big message of Q2, right? Not as bad as feared. Um, but now I, I think everyone had put their expectations so low for Q2 that it came out better than we thought. Yes, I think that, that buoyed set of expectations is going to lead us to have some real disillusionment as of Q3. I and
1: think that's- Q3 have some bleeding. That's, that's the bet, and that's what certainly what our earnings model is, is saying. If you'll take a look uh, behind our floating heads here, we just have Coinbase feeding this week, um, and that's that's pretty much it. And the, the thing that really kind of bothers me – well, not bothers me, but um, there's just a whole lot of – when I went through this week and, and started to look for, for trades for all of us and different views – So here's here's my problem with this market on the long side from a full ecosystem standpoint. So this is upstart. They report after the market today, just flat to down. Still, still quite negative. I mean, minus you know thirty percent in about three months. That's a call. Just what am I supposed to do with that? The stock price is already on its butt. Earnings power is trending negative. We have a we have a negative thirty percent price forecast. I don't necessarily want to short it all the way down here, given I think positioning at least for the moment favors higher, and that's kind of why I gave four thousand three hundred as my as my as my stop target. We can kind of lay out into shorts uh, then, but that's that's kind of really the, the the problem we had this week in in terms of, of executing specific trades. Um, it's just a you know a poopy flavored lollipop for lack of a better term like there's just absolutely nothing i mean
0: there was no better term than poopy flavored lollipop that was took <laughs> on that was it that's what came <laughs> out
1: no that's but that's it it's just oh like there was there was nothing there's nothing good here there's nothing there's nothing that triggers a trade in either direction there is nothing that uh you know i don't think anything really stands out and that's what almost was was interesting this week is nothing stood out i mean if i if i take you through the week we have all misses but um, before
0: you move on can i can i point something out that i just love oh, hold on go back to that last view if you don't mind uh no it's no effects oh uh, and go back to the health factors Look at look at what happened beginning of July to Novavax. Our earnings power went down at the same time they had this huge peak. And we I, I love how Folico data on the earnings power there was like, nope, <laughs> I don't buy it. Because <laughs> right when the stock price is rallying from, it looks like 38 up to almost 80, right? Seven, 38 to 78, let's call. Our earnings power is like, you haven't earned this. And it completely capitulates back to and regresses back to the mean
1: and that's what's so interesting about trading using that to me is it's it's a mean reversion tool more or less and and you can see these this kind of shape across our coverage list whereby we have we have spikes both up and down that ultimately resolve itself in the, the prevailing direction of earnings power which is why i spend so much time talking about earnings power we have show you know multiple shows this this week we'll only do one but multiple shows a week about earnings uh we think what we have here is is very powerful and very useful so this is this is why we we continue to to put this in front of you
0: well, and one reason why I wanted to double click on this specifically is that it follows on to our view of the market, is that when this earnings power has made a statement about the, the market is going this way, we see so often that mean reversion piece. And so what we haven't seen that on the market overall since June. There's been a disconnect between between where that earnings power has gone because it has continued to go, go down while the market has, has just gone sideways. And so that's why it's it's really informing our view that we've got another another rough patch to go before we can really get out of this so i just wanted to say this is the kind of shape and the kind of thing we're really looking at and Novavax vaccine is an exact picture of that anyway you were going to lead us on to roblox
1: yeah i, I just i just want to kind of give a even if i'm not doing so much talking i just kind of want to show everyone what i'm talking about in terms of you know my my high level of malaise for for this week's uh this week's earnings opportunities i mean what what do you want me to do with that earnings power rolling back lower i mean there's positioning is going to rule this week i'll say that i i think uh if you could tell me how the market is positioned in all the arc stocks i could within i could do a pretty decent job of telling you how to trade this week um nobody's given me that information yet unfortunately so you'll have to go find that somewhere else but i just think to travis's point about sometimes markets can dislocate from the the fair value by the the three fundamental you know statements for example if you model something out and say this the cash flow is this and we can uh, safely uh, assign a seven times multiple and and we can get a price and it's worth that of of course that that, you know that makes sense but in the meantime especially in bear markets stocks exchange hands at, at whatever somebody will pay for them and whoever has needs for them. So things get a little different here in terms of it's not just purely, can you predict the earnings? Can you predict the fundamentals? You also have to predict the other things that are driving us here. And in my opinion, you know, positioning pretty much rules all on on that front.
0: And it's been so important, certainly over the past few months, we have a question from Eduardo Pereira. Um, what about Bumble match had a down reaction to earnings last week?
1: We cover Bumble. Are we do. Yep. Let's let's do it live. And this is this is bad because Eduardo's getting better at this than I am. So, um, <laughs> hey, okay, that's that's not bad. I mean, the only thing I I I want to you know that would, in my opinion, kind of perfect it is if we had and and there's some rollover here, but if we had you know if it was down here already, I'd be like, this is excellent but this is I, I'd give this a definitely a B plus he he is right this would be you know interesting in the context of of what happened to match last week who uh, you know kind of had a Viking funeral I think it was minus minus big red minus 15 minus you know minus 10 minus 15 uh, kind of context so yes this actually would be a very interesting one let's just see this is not a name I oh, I, I actively trade
0: so let's take by it. by the away. way Eduardo I, I like I like the the thought there of you know, here's here's Bumble, who's in the same spot as Match. So if investors are having a reaction like that to Match, then clearly there's something going on that could affect Bumble in the same way. Uh, and our earnings power coming out, and I mean, look at that divergence. That's that's pretty good there.
1: What that is more un, unvalidated upside.
0: He's coming at you again here. Earnings power similar to Monster Eli Lilly.
1: Yes, no, he, he is he is right, and that's something I talked about last week, and those worked. Uh, we were two for four last week. Pretty good week. Um, but LSCC kind of looked like that too, I think. But yes, it, it's not to say that I wouldn't trade this. I'm just pointing out that in terms of, of an A+, plus, is this an A+, plus? the one like Netflix and Kingsoft has been an A+. plus. This is definitely really good, though. Um, I'm just kind of checking to see what the stock price did last week. That's interesting. It's been strong. Yeah, this, this, this would actually be an interesting snap lower. Um, he is right. We need to take this one for, uh, for record keeping purposes. Um, so I will, I will figure out what the, what the, at the money option there costs. Cause that's, he's right. That's the, that's the, that's a better idea this week than, than the one I had, um, which reports the 11th.
0: Eduardo, we gotta get you on the program with us sometime. Yeah. Let's yes. Bring you in as a guest.
1: Absolutely. This is this is my, you know, my was my best idea for the week. Now I I think, you know, I, I might I might side with Eduardo Bumble might be better than this. I just kind of got excited about, you know, seeing some of this. Back negative, back over negative. Um this will be a name, though. This that uh, they're they're involved in the opioid lawsuit. So, so there's a lot of moving moving parts here. Um, we're gonna take this trade for record keeping purposes. The sixty uh, one put cost dollar fifty five cents for Friday. I'm not trading these. To be super clear, we 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 have a a record for the show. We like to keep that. We like to see how our predictions did. This is a way to benchmark that. But I have a couple other better ideas this week. I will be I will be trading that. Uh, I'm going to leave CAH alone. Am um, considering match though over there with Eduardo. Maybe we'll we'll take some some model earnings puts there and, and see what happens.
0: So let's take a look at Lattice Semiconductor because I, you you brought that up as an as an example, and I think that this is a good call out to. You know we we make a lot of calls here that work out in a wonderful way. But we also really want to challenge ourselves when it doesn't work out. And Lattice Semiconductor, we had some good wins last week. Um, uh, it, I, I Personally, I, I did really well on Unity. Uh, but Lattice was one of those that, that did burn me on my portfolio a little bit. Um, so, Tyler, we, we've got this stock price that is just charging up. It's on a tear up ever since the end of June, really. And earnings release was no, um, was certainly no friction to that. They come out uh we we had some appreciation in the earnings power uh they released when it was
1: mon uh monday or last monday or tuesday because we had two semiconductor shorts that didn't work out i suspect that had some more to do with the market than our call wrong is wrong by the way wrong but when we're when we're breaking down why which is important we think we were wrong more because there was some other strong semiconductor beta tailwinds as opposed to we missed the single name. We just, we missed the macro is what is, is what we missed last week.
0: Yep. Yep. So uh look, are this earnings power model? I wouldn't say that, that that we at any point necessarily caught that that movement would have been up higher. Yeah. And in fact, even after the move, our earnings power signal is creating more divergence there. So if if we hold the theory, we would say the LLC is in trouble over the next coming weeks.
1: Which would make sense if if uh, risk in general is a reshort here. That's that's exactly the kind of thing we would expect. Um, so that's that's kind of how I'm thinking about it. Is risk is a reshort here? Pick out what you want. Um, maybe we'll do a show on on who specifically I'm picking on. Um, ABBV, AZO, you've heard these names come out of my mouth before, healthcare. Um, but yeah, that, that would make sense. That would, uh, you know, just like uh, Novavax, we would expect this this price to snap at least closer towards towards earnings for sure.
0: That's exactly it. Just like Novavax, our earnings power is saying you haven't earned this.
1: Right.
0: Well, and, and look, they're above where they were in February. Uh, they're the highest they've been in six months. Right. That is that happening across? um,
1: Yeah, semis semis have performed. I think the SMH ETF dipped below two hundred, and I think it trades two forty or so. So yes, we've had a very good bounce. Two forty-five, not bad. We've had a very good bounce. Um, So this is this is where the the line in the sand between big old bear market squeeze and is this the, the beginning leg of a new bear market? I think I saw somebody did some study that if this was a new bear market, this was the sixth best performance through the first 32 days or something, You know that and 25 cents will get you a piece of bubble gum, but I, you know, I thought it was interesting.
0: Well, I'm looking at all these other semis and is Lattice and perhaps Lattice is not necessarily in the exact same vertical, but the semis have not appreciated the way LCC has. Why is LSCC? Are they closer to Texas Instrument?
1: Yes, I was just going to say you picked TSM, which has the negative China beta, the negative, you know, are they going to go to war in Taiwan, you know, beta, wow. all that nasty stuff. So, yeah, this, this I think would be a bit more representative that has, it's more of a clean look on the market as opposed to having a bunch of different um, tails attached.
0: This looks very similar to where uh, LSCC was, but the health factor. Earnings Since we power. earned it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Why, why would there be some uh, divergence there?
1: Uh, just thinking out loud, if the Chips Act does go through, I would imagine it's more supportive to the uh, less speculative, more blue chips. So Texas Instruments, Intel, uh, companies like that, as opposed to the more specy names who may do, just do one or two things. Um, I, I think, you know, the government will want to be invested in and in helping out the, the soup to nuts companies as opposed to those who are just providing in, in one sector kind of thing. Just my opinion.
0: Um, By the way, just for fun, did you see the interviews with all the Intel leadership right after their earnings?
1: No, but it's, it's that's that's impressive. What's what they've managed to do to that thing over there. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Uh,
0: Yeah, it it felt like watching a gladiator fight where one guy's hands were tied and he had no shield. Yeah, uh, it was it was rough. It was hard to watch. Um, I don't know. I I think that this is becoming a picker's market. I really do, because even within semis, you're seeing some real divergence in the winners and losers. Uh, Some I I think those that can differentiate themselves. This is the time. And we're going to see a realignment as to who the market leaders are.
1: Yeah, and that's that's like what we've talked about. That's that's going to be the whole game on the next on the next intermediate move higher is who are the new leaders going to be? Generally speaking, you don't get the same leaders for twoable markets. So what's it going to be? I mean, we've thrown our hat in the ring. We think it's going to be biotech. Actually, looking pretty good on that one. Um, but you have to figure out really what you know what's what's going to lead. You just can't accept expect the same performance bull market over you know bull market and by the way we're not saying that we're there yet we're just preparing for for all outcomes to be clear Folico data still is bearish um less bearish there are it's not completely bearish anymore there are sectors that it has turned like biotech um and it's starting to differentiate for example long biotech short healthcare things like that um, but yeah i mean we are pretty much our one of our first videos was a study on on the fan components and we thought september october so we're still we're still in line uh, we both think kind of personally you know not to put words in your mouth that we have one more kind of you know whoopsies shoots shoots, and ladders lower um, but after that things might be stabilizing you know i i, I don't uh, this is probably the first time i've been any measure of positive on the, on the whole market but we see some stability. We see our, our systemic health factor is as tried to put a bottom in our earnings factor trying to put a bottom in. So we'll certainly monitor these things. We're, we're definitely willing to be long. you know, the, the generally speaking, it's way easier to be long than it is to, to be trading on the short side. So once once we don't have to do that anymore, that would be that would be just fine. Thank you. Um, but we don't I mean, see so green on the screen. It would be something right. Um, but. We're almost there. We think we're almost there. We think we're not there yet. I plan to trade on the short side, net-net this week, um, at, at least personally. So
0: it seems like there's been a lot of individual tickers that you haven't necessarily been excited for. Does this mean you're going indexed to get that position in?
1: Yeah, so I, I keep saying this. So ABBV, me and you, will continue to dance on the short side. Um, I'm looking at AZO. I think that's a kind of the kind of name that in the third leg of a bear market it finally gives it up. Um, healthcare, but yes, I mean generally speaking, yeah, I, I think unless you have a couple names that you want to keep attacking on the short side, probably more like indices. Probably uh, uh, SPY puts it at forty three hundred, maybe short QQQ at, at three three three. That that might be something interesting to do um arc's a rabid dog so no no thanks in either direction there um and maybe maybe a semi reshort we'll think about that we'll talk about that if i go with it maybe we'll do a we'll do a show or 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 we'll we'll at least get in front of you and talk about who what when where why
0: so our we did an arc episode right a few weeks ago and our big question was why is roku in there why is roku considered innovative and then they released earnings and they're i don't know innovative. why then i don't even feel like it's worth the time to look at arc anymore
1: well that's the well so this is this is the interesting thing is the statements like that are the minute you want to start looking at arc <laughs> and i think it's so important to know yourself and to know your your trader self-talk because it's it's indicative you know stuff like that where it's like this thing is performed so badly i don't want to look at it anymore good news i found a long for it. Right. Like if, if you if, if it's so gross, you don't want to touch it. It's time to buy. But no, I'm obviously joking. But that's that's the, the question here is have we reached the the general levels of market malaise where, you know, people have finally thrown in the towel and, and we actually have some value here? Um, some of these names potentially DraftKings ran higher on Friday. I think that's a good long in the football season. Um, so there, there are a few pockets of, of interesting things here that have gotten cheap and under of catalyst, but on a larger macro picture, I'm just not ready to make the call yet. Um, you know, there was there was a period for probably about four or five months where if you just woke up and bought arc puts on the open and just waited, this is completely irresponsible trading, by the way. Um, no, no stop, no nothing. You just bought the puts and you waited, like. Pretty much four or five days a week, this this trade would work. Hmm. That trade's gone away. So I'm just going to wait for something else like that where I'm just going to be like, hey, guess what? Every day, check out this trade. Same trade every day. And then, you know, and, until the game changes. So I kind of think the game's changing. I'm just kind of trying to figure out what exactly it's changing to.
0: Well, and, and given the trading losses we're seeing on a lot of the institutions, I think that everyone is really confused on that exact thing. Yes. Uh, who was it that just came out with like a 22% trading loss?
1: Everybody. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, that, that's who I was trying to, yeah. <laughs> anyway, all right. We are at nine o'clock. We got to get to trading. Thank you, everyone, for joining today. Uh, more coming tomorrow, 8.30 a.m. Folico Live will be back. Thank you, everyone. We'll see you soon.